Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, I'd like to start by thanking you guys all for being here today. This is, this is truly an honor. I'm, I'm so excited to be here today. <laughs> that, of course, was Adam Peters. And that was just two weeks ago, or just over two weeks ago, when he was introduced as the new GM of our football team. And the reaction from most corners of the DMV, total euphoria. Finally, a real GM. Finally, a guy that had lots of options and chose us. Oh, we were so excited. And here we are just 15 days later, and some of you have lost your minds. Uh, This from Seth. Seth seems to be speaking, I think, for... I don't know, some of you, many of you, not really sure, but I had a lot of this yesterday on my X timeline quote, Kevin, same old team couldn't get their guy total disaster. If it's Quinn, 
They have failed on their first real mission. If it's Quinn, then our new owner and first GM in my lifetime hired Ron Rivera, number two. A terrible signal to the fan base. Closed quote. Uh, This came from a friend of mine, Mark, um, who is often... um, Sweating a lot of the small stuff in his life uh, gets really upset. He's been incensed over the Taylor Swift cutaways uh, for the last three months. This was from my friend Mark. Quote, are you kidding me? They waited nearly a month for this guy and didn't get him? This process has left them with egg covering every square inch of their organizational face. Did they let Jason Wright handle this? I'm so disappointed. And now what? Dan Quinn? See how that flies with the on the fence crowd. Good morning, everybody. Joe Theismann's going to be with us at 11 a.m. We'll find out what Joe thinks of all of this and maybe find out what Joe knows about all of this. Uh, Tommy's going to jump on with us, Tom Lavera, that is, at 11.40 to talk about this Orioles sale to David Rubenstein and others. Certainly for a lot of our listening audience who are just as much, if not more, into the Orioles as they are even the Nationals, yesterday was the equivalent of Dan Snyder selling the skins. Uh, Michael Phillips will be on with us a little bit later on in the show at 12.35. Denton is here with me, and I definitely want to hear from you in this first hour. So we will open up phones here uh, shortly. But I I really want to just start with this. It's like, my God, calm down. The reaction from Seth and my boy Mark and others is like borderline schizo. It's bipolar or whatever these things are where you're, you know, incredibly high one moment and a few weeks later you're completely depressed, panicked. I mean, there was a lot of panic yesterday. Euphoria two weeks ago. Depression, panic yesterday. Hey, people, Ben Johnson didn't shun Washington for somewhere else. He just shunned being a head coach for a second straight year. And from what I understand, he wasn't nearly the sole focus of the team's search, as many had been reporting all along. Remember, it was just two weeks ago or shortly thereafter that I told you that I had somebody tell me after their first discussion slash interview with Dan Quinn that they were very impressed and they considered him to be a potential plan B. We'll see how that works out. It, It apparently would disgust many of you. But 15 days ago, man, we got him. We got him. Adam Peters is here. It's amazing. I mean, now I can just sit back and let him do his thing. Yeah, that lasted long. Yesterday, what the hell is Adam Peters doing? How the hell is he getting shut down by Ben Johnson with perhaps just Dan Quinn left without a chair? And only one chair left, and it's ours. Mike McDonald could be the pick as well, certainly. Uh, I'd like it if Mike McDonald. I, I'm actually okay with almost anything happening here. 
Um, guys, we don't know as much as we think we do. We never do, me included. Now, I think I've had the ability more often to say, I don't really know, uh, and I'm pretty sure most of you don't know, but that's beside the point. Ben Johnson may have spurned Washington. It's also possible that Washington spurned Ben Johnson. It's also possible that Ben Johnson just doesn't want to be a head coach right now for a multitude of reasons. It's also possible that we just found this out yesterday because he's been wrestling this wrestling with this for weeks, all the while, by the way, trying to do his part in getting his team to the Super Bowl. I mean, he has been a little preoccupied the last few weeks. I mean, we've been talking the last couple of weeks just about how it's a it's kind of a new thing and a bit of an unusual thing where on the Friday before playoff games, some of these very key instrumental coaches – in buildings in which they are getting ready for the biggest game of their year are doing three and four virtual interviews. Did he have to wait until the team was in the air to tell them he was staying in Detroit? Maybe not. And if I were advising him, I would have told him to make sure to address the Washington contingent when they showed up in Detroit to then just interview Aaron Glenn face-to-face That would have been the professional, mature thing to do. I don't know if – I have no idea if that happened or not, but it would have been the right thing for him to do if indeed his letting them know was initially a little less formal and perhaps a little less professional. But if Ben Johnson for a second straight year as the most sought-after offensive assistant, certainly this year, if he doesn't want to coach right now – or he didn't get the money he was asking for, or he didn't like any of the opportunities that were available, which, by the the way, everybody's focused on just Washington and Seattle. He interviewed with three other teams virtually. It's very possible that those teams, if they thought they had a chance at Ben Johnson, would have been in the hunt as well. This was the most sought-after, you know, assistant head coach in this hiring cycle. But look, if it's not the perfect match from the start for the franchise that we now have with a new owner and a new GM and all of this, you know, cap space and draft choice and number two overall to offer somebody, if somebody's not giddy over that opportunity and it doesn't feel great from both sides – whether, again, it's the job or it's the compensation, well, then this is probably a blessing in disguise. And even if he had taken the person, the in-person interview yesterday, I, given that he clearly was more on the fence than anybody knew about being a head coach, even if he had taken the in-person interview, I would hope that if he, you know, was as it turns out, very much on the fence between being a head coach and not being a head coach right now, or on the fence about the offer, compensation-wise, that had been discussed, or on the fence for any reason, I would hope that Washington's contingent of Peters and Harris and anyone else who was there would have picked up on that vibe and passed anyway. What I learned after a few calls with a few people after the show yesterday, because remember this news broke very much at the end of the show, 
I learned a, a few things that were confirmed by multiple people, all right, in the know. And let me just share that with you. I think it's important. It's not the end-all, be-all, but I think it, it it sheds some light on Ben Johnson, which, as I suggested and others agreed, um, from the beginning of this process, there are a lot of names that most people haven't even heard of, let alone do you really know anything about them. But we did know Ben Johnson from last year's hiring cycle, and clearly during the course of the season as Detroit was doing really well and Jared Goff and that offense were the reason the Lions were doing well. We heard more and more about Ben Johnson and got to watch that offense, which was very impressive. Um, But what I learned after a few calls with a few people after the show was that in the Detroit organization, Dan Campbell was, as you can imagine, not only the alpha, not only the biggest voice in the room, he quote from somebody that I talked to was the room closed quote and then closely behind him was Aaron Glenn Glenn was another massive alpha in the organization Ben Johnson was not that from a personality standpoint more cerebral more strategic uh, more closed door more less communicative Doesn't mean that he couldn't be a great head coach. I'm just telling you what people said about his overall personality and his fit within that locker room and in that building. Perhaps being around those two, it magnified, for whatever reason in his own mind, what is needed to lead a team, which, you know, in the case of Detroit, is like this massive alpha personality with another massive alpha personality. And... His preference was to go into a room on Monday morning, close the door to the world, and come out on Wednesday morning with a killer offensive game plan for the next opponent that was going to work. Maybe that's what he's right now most comfortable with. Maybe he doesn't see himself as the guy responsible for everything. The communicator, the motivator, the guy that has to play disciplinarian. The guy who's got to deal with the media three to four times a week. You know, and if he didn't feel like he was up to that right now, Washington may have dodged a bullet. Maybe they were going to pass on him once they felt that vibe anyway, sitting down with him, and they may have dodged the bullet by not hiring him or not offering him formally on their own. Or maybe Ben Johnson is just selling himself short if that's the way he feels. I do think it's a little gullible for people to buy into this, I need to see this thing through and win a Super Bowl. Look, if you are a guy that believes in himself as a head coach and a guy that could run a football team, it's really nice to win the Super Bowl, but my God, what would he accomplished in Detroit with that offense I mean, he can walk with his head high. You don't pass on 10, 12 million a year, you know, uh, on this opportunity. Remember, you know, two years of being the hot candidate, Ben Johnson, and passing twice is not necessarily the greatest look. Now, some would say, oh, no, 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 no. Staying to win a Super Bowl is a great look. Nah, I'd lean towards not the greatest look. Um, because I think it reflects somebody that isn't necessarily 
confident enough or secure enough at this point to feel like he can do that job and is more comfortable being the guy that isn't in charge. By the way, that is 90% of everybody who works in any job. You know, we forget sometimes that these are people too. He's 37 years old. Maybe he just doesn't want to be the guy. Or maybe it was about the money. Or maybe it was about he had this two-year deal. He was getting paid a lot of money. And he looked at the deals that were out there. And he looked at the teams. And he wasn't overly impressed with the opportunities again. But here's the thing with a guy like Ben Johnson. And I I bet you he's smart enough to realize this. Because one of the things that has been said about him over and over again is he's no dummy. That he is self-aware, he's introspective, and he's smart. You know, it's not a given. It's not a given he'll ever be in this position again. There are no guarantees that next year, you know, that he's going to be the number one candidate. Things happen in the NFL. We know that as NFL fans. There are no guarantees that the Lions are going to be great next year, you know, as they were this year. You know, a couple of key injuries to a couple of key players, a first-place schedule, and all of a sudden, you know, from the NFC title game, and a 17-point lead in that game to 7-10 and 10 and not in the playoffs. We know that happens all the time. And all the while, two other dudes who we don't even know their names right now are leading quarterbacks into prominent roles on teams that go 10-7 and 7 and 11-6, and 6, and they've become the hot guys. It's not Slowick. It's not Johnson. It's... The guy that just took the OC job to work for Dave Canales in Carolina and Bryce Young's tearing it up in his second year. Um, this from Victor. Whew. This, he, Victor wasn't the only one, but, he, but this was the most succinct and to the point. Kevin, Ben Johnson is dead to me. Hope he never gets a job. Really? Why? (laughs) Why? I don't get that at all. He didn't shun us for Seattle. He didn't shun us for Carolina or any of the other jobs that were available. He didn't didn't shun us. We don't know that he decided, uh, sorry, the offer isn't good enough, or I don't really like the setup in Washington. I, I... we don't know any of that. I, I To just come to that conclusion without having all of the information, I'd love to know what actually is the truth. I do think, based on my conversations, there is probably something to the he just doesn't believe in himself right now as ready to be a head coach, um, and it's not necessarily his personality to just assume because of of his success as an offensive coordinator, that he's ready. Um, But dead to me? Hope he never gets a job? All right, whatever. I mean, um, but I I think net-net, the last 24 or 22 hours, it may actually have worked out for the best. And it's very possible that Adam Peters and Josh Harris would have come to this conclusion on their own after a face-to-face interview with Ben Johnson. Um, I would definitely 
wonder if the reporting about the money is really or was the driving force in this. Because $6 billion was paid for this football team. Do you really think that if this was their guy and the way he would do it was for X amount, let's just say they were 3 or $4 million less per year or a year or two less on the contract, less that they would, if they really wanted him, that after paying $6 billion, that they might pass on him for, in aggregate, a commitment of $15 million incrementally? That doesn't add up to me. I'm not saying that it's wrong, but I think there was more to this. I think there was more to him staying in Detroit. But again, maybe at some point we'll find out. The easiest answer for him, if he really doesn't want to be a head coach right now and has this level of self-awareness about himself that he's not ready, that it's not really what he's cut out to be, I'm not saying, as of now anyway, Um, the thing to say is I'm staying to win a Super Bowl. You know, that's what you would say. You wouldn't say if you're Ben Johnson, I'm not ready to be a head coach yet. I just don't feel confident enough. Or you wouldn't say there just wasn't an opportunity out there that, that was interesting enough to me. You wouldn't bash other teams in the process. And now we go to what's next. And it would appear as if we are down to four candidates in terms of those candidates that have been interviewed two times. Okay, and those gentlemen are Anthony Weaver and Mike McDonald in Baltimore and Dan Quinn and Aaron Glenn after last night in Detroit. Uh, Does anybody else make their way into the picture? Should others have been in the picture to begin with? We'll get to that part of the conversation when we come back. Uh, And then after that, starting right around 10.35, 10.40, 15 minutes, 20 minutes from now, I want your calls at 301-230-0980. It's the Kevin Sheehan Show on the Team 980 and the Team 980.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.